At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, you get great odds, great payouts in an all-fast and reliable sportsbook. Download the app now and sign up using the code VSIN2K to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus, as the official sportsbook partner of NBC Sports, PointsBet's giving you a free $10 live bet to use during Sunday Night Football every single week for the rest of the regular season. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral service. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champ Sean King talking all things NFL today. Welcome in Hour 2 on Follow the Money. If you're just joining us, Mitch and Polly taking a well-deserved vacation, so we're keeping the seats warm in the meantime. Um, and lots to get into because this past weekend, the Lions had one of the best upsets of the entire season right. downing the Arizona Cardinals, did they not? They did. They did. I mean, and it was a dominant performance. I mean, it wasn't like a fluky game. It, they looked like the best team. They were better prepared. They played with more energy, more effort. I think it's a testament to the job that Coach Campbell's doing. Well, and let's get into that because the, the post-game locker room speech was pretty fun to watch. And so it seems like these guys really, really love playing for Dan Campbell. Let's play the clip, um, and then we can talk about it after. You guys are a tough, gritty group, man. You're a tough, gritty group. You always have been, and now you're you're seeing the dividends. Man, look, a team gets one out, two out. We got multiple guys out, and multiple guys stepped up, and that's what we're capable of. You talk about that emotion and, and, and energy that the team played with. I think we see where you get it from. My question to you is, you know, as a former player, you've had different types of coaches throughout your life, mm -hmm. college, NFL. You've been a coach. Right. Um, how much, how far can that take you? It can take you a long way. And, you know, Detroit has kind of been one of the laughing stock organizations in the NFL. Let's be honest. I think it was 2016. They lost every game. Um 
And so it's very easy to be dismissive, you know, especially with a 2-11 and 1 record. Mm -hmm. But when you dig a little deeper, when you peel back the layers, and you look at it, four of those 11 losses, Stormy, are by a combined nine points. So they could very easily be 6-7 and 1, and he be up for, you know, newcomer of the year or, or turnaround team of the year. Mm -hmm. So these guys believe – these guys are still competing, even though they don't have the talent of some of the other rosters. They're playing hard. They believe in their coach. This is a team that I've already kind of put in. I'm, I'm going to play over their win total next year because mm -hmm. I think Detroit's on the come. Their counterpart, Jacksonville, they have one loss that's by less than seven points on the entire season. That was the infamous Thursday night that Urban uh, went to hang out with the grandkids instead of flying back to Jacksonville. So, I mean, it's two organizations, both with the same amount of wins, but one going in one direction and the other in the complete opposite. So I take my hat off to Dan Campbell. I'm going to watch very closely down the stretch because I think there's some value mm -hmm. in this Lions team who's turning a corner. You know, you think Baltimore, last second field goal to beat them, Vikings, mm -hmm. Last second drive. They almost came back on San Francisco in the opener. Like they have been extremely competitive. Mm -hmm. And that's a compliment to Dan Campbell and the belief he's instilled in that organization. Yeah, winners of their last two of the two of the last three games, rather. Meanwhile, the Jags, as you mentioned, lost six straight. And so because the Lions have won these games, um, the Jaguars are now in the driver's seat to uh -huh. get the top overall pick. And if we look here, there's this DraftKings special feature for the fewest regular season wins this year. Um, Lions at minus 105 and the Jags right there at plus 110. Who do you think between, I mean, it's, in my mind, it's still between those two. But well, well, Yeah, I don't. I think the Lions claw on their way out of that. Yeah. I don't like them as the favorite in, for the I, fewest I wins anymore. I think it's the Jags. Like, I don't think you're going to get on a plane and, 75 degree Jacksonville and get off a plane in 20 degree New York and be motivated <laughs> sitting at two and 12. So I think the Jets will win and then they have no shot against the Patriots and the Colts who are both jockeying for playoff positioning in the AFC. So I definitely think the Jaguars lose all three of their remaining games. I think Detroit, you know, has a shot and luckily for Detroit, Jacksonville doesn't need a quarterback. So being number two doesn't hurt Detroit as much and, you know, if they decide Get a Kayvon Thibodeau, right? Well, if you, yeah, don't well, need, you don't need right. a quarterback. Well, if they decide they want Matt Corral or, or one of these guys, you know, during the draft process, Sam Howell, whoever it may be, kind of elevates, you know, in their eyes, they can still get him mm -hmm. at two. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, needs to figure something out. One touchdown last seven games. Yeah, I'd come back with a short haircut and, 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 and be brown or... or I always think he looks like Lord Farquaad from uh, Shrek. Yeah. You ever see that yeah. back in the day? Yeah. Like, the he haircut. does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I know that's a silly And listen, I know appearances um, shouldn't matter, but I no, mean. No, it's can't just get, funny. He can't get He's up got and, the strong jaw. When he job. gets up in front of the team, it's like, I know some of the guys like, come on, bro. Stop. <laughs> um, the Jags, by the way, remaining scheduled. Jets, Pats, Colts, Lions remaining. Falcons, Seattle, Green Bay. So, I'm surprised that number is what it is based on the remaining schedule and the trajectory with which the Lions have been on, like you said, recently. Um, Want to talk a little bit of playoff picture. Um, might as well just, like, keep it rolling in the NFC, I think, here. Um, the Packers' first team to officially clinch a playoff spot, winning the NFC North 11-3 and on the year. Um, in terms of winning the Super Bowl, they're up there as the favorite right now. Um, are there any value places you see um, on the board as potential spots or what? I don't know. What are you thinking when you look at the playoff picture in the NFC? You know, this is a tough one. I was like, that didn't sound confident. Yeah, because like the <laughs> difference between Minnesota, who right now is the last team in the NFC in the playoffs and the Saints, Washington Eagles, even the Falcons, is so minute, you know, I just don't think there's a, a lot of separation. So, you know, in these kind of situations, you know, this is kind of one of the things that I think makes the NFL great. If you're a fan of a particular team, then really there's value. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a Washington football fan, you know, they're plus 450 to make the playoffs. If Taylor Heineke is healthy, why can't they win tonight? If, yeah. if Why can't they win you know, their last three games. If you're a Kirk Cousins and a Vikings fan, or, 
you know, or eagles. Like, there's so much value still. So I'm going to make an argument in terms of value then. So you're talking about your teams. My team's San Francisco 49ers. I love them. I kind of do, too. I love them. So they're on the board right now, plus 400 just to make the playoffs, 30-1 um, to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They are a team I feel like nobody's talking about right now, despite having won five of their last six games. Going against the Titans this week, potentially, I mean, you know, you never know with either one of these teams really right now, but the Niners have been having more success lately. Yeah, George um, Kittles is. <laughs> yeah, George Kittles back. Debo Samuel has gone from the team's top wide receiver to their top running back. Yeah, they just put <laughs> someone back there. I mean, who's the guy that went for 100 yards this past week? Because <laughs> uh, Eli Mitchell didn't play. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. Yeah, I mean, um, so it doesn't seem to matter. Like, they, they have to be on running back six. Mm-hmm. Like, this has to be their sixth running back. But, you know, shout out to Kyle Shanahan. He was taking a lot of criticism early in this season. Started the year three and five. San Francisco was struggling. A lot of it due to injuries. They had a lot of injuries. I still will never understand the process that resulted in selecting Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. That could have been such a much more important component. Could have had Kyle Pitts opposite George Kittles. They could have had Patrick Sertain Jr. at cornerback. Like, there's so many other options that are available. Mm-hmm. But in spite of that, they are playing really good football right mm-hmm. now. And 30 to 1 on mm-hmm. them to get to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is not obscure. They can run mm-hmm. the football. They play defense that travels in the playoffs. Jeff Wilson Jr., by the way, was the name we were searching for there. Um, I think Jimmy Garoppolo even doesn't get enough credit for what he's been doing. Uh, like, the offense over the last handful of games, averaging 28 points per game since week 10. Since week 9, when George Kittle came back, he's kind of like that security blanket that whatever you throw his way, he's going to find a way to reel it in for you. Um, but he's really excelled against zone coverage. So I was looking at some of these numbers. Averages 10 yards per play against the zone and seven touchdowns in that time, which I think, like, I, I just don't think that Jimmy G, because he's not as flashy and he is more of like a managing the system type of a player at this point in his career. He doesn't get much love. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not slinging it down the field every well, second, but the one thing that Jimmy can say is we've gotten to a Super Bowl with me as a starting quarterback. Right. So it's been proven that he's good enough to get to that game. And, you know, in a year where the AFC doesn't look to be a dominant team, if you can get there, you know, you have to like your chances of winning. The thing that's kind of derailed Garoppolo is the injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't been able to stay He's healthy. Glass, so yes. just hopefully down the stretch he can stay healthy. You know, uh, I like San Francisco. I mean, there's not one team in the NFC, if you told me they're playing San Francisco in the playoffs, I wouldn't think mm-hmm. your 49ers had a chance to win. They're a sneaky one. I think that it could be competitive. Full disclosure, uh, the show that I host here on VEASAN regularly, My Guys in the Desert, Early on in the season, I did ha- have a, a funeral for their playoff hopes. Uh, <laughs> Justifiably so, though. I mean, they were bad. They lost to Colt McCoy-led right? cards team. That's, that was the week. Yeah, that was the week that I did it. Yeah. I had a tombstone out here and everything. But we also had a resurrection on my guys. So here's better, how so. you can make up. You have to go and get a 30-to-1 ticket. Or shop around. You probably can get even better odds than that. You have to go get a, a ticket on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. You'll right. never feel better about yourself. If they're in L.A. and you have that ticket. We'll do it today. That's right. Let's do it. We'll get it done. We'll get, see, man, you blew it up. I didn't blow it up. I'm not cool. Maybe you're the one that has to let me in the cool kids club. We'll think about it. I'm a hot mess. Bus is kind of full. <laughs> um, coming up in just a little bit, we'll have Sal Palantonio on the show. So be a lookout for that here in this hour. Plenty more NFL talk. Don't forget Tuesday. Doubleheader coming up. Stay with us on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Sign up for PayCard Debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply subject card activation and ID verification terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FDIC. Stormy Bond and Tony with you alongside Sean King, also host of the Nightcap here on VSEN. Um, we're filling in for Mitch and Polly today. My usual gig around here is my guys in the desert in the afternoon. Um, but we're having a lot of fun teaming yeah, up here talking I like NFL. This early morning thing. You do like it. Oh, I do. Did you get into um, the tables? I, I heard. So I didn't have a session yesterday because I don't like mm-hmm. to play by myself. You know, I lead like a crowd. Like I want everybody cheering, Big King, Big King. <laughs> so I got to make I the adjustment okay. to the 4 a.m. Like. It's, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We, you you see, because you have your like regulars that you hang yeah. out with, right? Yeah. So in the morning we're just not there so yet. So guys like just kind of loiter around to see if I'm gonna play after the show. Those craps your marquee game. Anything well, it's else just you the, like? It's the most fun. Yeah. You know, you can make noise. You know, everybody's kind of into it. Everybody can win. You know, so. I grew up here in Vegas, and I swear I just learned how to actually play craps like two years ago. I got some nice little (laughs) strategies. I'll put you up on game. Please, help me out. Um, We broke down the NFC playoff picture, so let's look at some potential value spots here in the AFC. I know you like the Patriots in general. That's the team you trust the most. I have a 16-1 ticket on the Patriots to win the AFC for about the last month. I've really thought that they were rounded into form, and, and, you know, I got got them at a great time Mm -hmm. because you can't get anything close to – 16 to 1 currently. Yeah, they're 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl now, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So if you look at this list, again, to me, and I don't have the win the AFC odds on here, but the Titans are the team. If they can get A.J. Brown and a healthy Derrick Henry come playoff time, they're the team to me that's dangerous because they're still playing really good on defense. It's just offensively. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's behind the eight ball. I mean, he's playing with some guys that probably should be in the CFL. So once he gets his guys back, you know, they're a dangerous team because they're experienced, they're talented. Derrick Henry, if he's healthy, will be extremely fresh, fresher than he's been, mm-hmm. you know, you know, coming off of, you know, even though it's off of injury, having not had the carries and the wear and tear on his body. So outside of that, if, if Carson Wentz was not the quarterback of the Colts, I'd love the Colts. I just don't trust Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was the Jonathan best. Jonathan Taylor isn't enough for no, you to Carson get you Carson Wentz was the best player the, uh, the New England Patriots had on Saturday night. He tried everything in his power to blow that game. He threw probably five picks. Patriots just didn't catch him. I mean, he threw the ball right to them multiple times. So I just don't trust Carson Wentz any farther than I can see him. The Chargers are talented, but, you know, 
Coach Staley's out to prove that, you know, he's the smartest guy in the galaxy. But he doesn't believe in field goals. You know, he's going to go for it on fourth down, you know, on his own 30. I just don't trust his decision-making, so. The Bills, meanwhile, went from first in the AFC not too long ago all the way down to that final wild card spot. Still 10-1, to 1, though, to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, books have some liability there. And still belief in the Chiefs. Is that well-placed belief, you think? Com- yeah, based on the competition, yes. I mean, people would take Patrick Mahomes over Mac Jones in an AFC title game, you know, just because of the resumes. You know, the team that's fascinating on this list, and I said this, I saw a change in the Pittsburgh Steelers the second half of the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they played with no energy. They were inept. And I know Chase Claypool made the selfish play at the end, but they came out and played like the Steelers of all. Came out, beat the Titans. Now, they're not going to ever win pretty. I mean, it's ugly to watch. My rule is if I bet the Steelers, I just don't watch the game because they'll give you a heart attack. Yeah, and you can't watch Big Ben get freaking knocked out and he like falls like a, I don't even know how to describe it, like a like a big old rock that just plops right. down on the ground from a mountaintop. Like that's what it looks like. But at like the end me. of the day, the tree falling down. From a strict talent standpoint, they have guys. Yeah. They have guys. And 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, can it happen? I have them at 12 to 1 to AFC to win the AFC North. I might just drop a little ticket, you know, just in case the football gods are lining up and say mm-hmm. we're going to send Big Ben out the right way. So, the reason why I have trouble getting on board with that personally is just because of his durability. The season's already another week longer. More just game after game after game. How's he going to hold up? That's another reason why, I mean, Side note, um, I never, ever will tell somebody to place a futures bet on Kyler Murray for MVP. When everybody was trying to tout that early in the season, I was like, he will get hurt. As much as I hate to say it, he will get hurt. He's going to miss time. And when he comes back, you never know what you're going to get when somebody comes back from an injury. He just has durability issues. And Big Ben, being as old as he is, when he does get hit the way that he's gotten hit a couple of these times, because the offensive line is not held up for them that the way that he would like, I'm sure. Right. Um, it's scary to me. I don't you know. You know it's interesting? I have trouble me. trusting it. The best thing that happened to Kyler was him getting hurt this year. Because up until that, he hadn't missed a start. He was banged up last year, but he kind of found a way to be available. But he needed that time off because he has to evolve. So he's got, I think he needed more time off. He's gotten by because of his athleticism and his arm talent, not because of his ability to play quarterback. And until Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray can figure out how to operate that passing game in rhythm from the pocket, they're going to be limited, you know, to the level of success they can reach. So they're still a work in progress. I don't think this is their year. But moving forward, if they can make that next jump, then, you know, they have a lot of pieces. Have you heard anything with regards to his leadership ability? Well, I know coming out of high school, very entitled. You know, I think that's why the Texas A&M, you know, didn't work at the beginning. Went back to Oklahoma, got humbled a little bit because he had to sit. Mm-hmm. You know, back then, if you transferred, it's not this free agency now they have in college football. Actually... I do love that. So, you got to keep in mind, so I cover a lot of Pac-12 <laughs> right. football for ESPN. Herm Edwards in the league, coaching ASU, he's always like, this isn't a transfer portal, this is a free yeah, agency. this is a free agency. This is a free agency. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a little different now, but he had to sit, and I think that helped him mature and grow and you know, then he's an NFL guy now, so the locker room will manage itself. Okay. So he's developing. All right. Um, I didn't want to stray too far from the AFC because a team that we didn't even talk about, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Didn't mention them at all other than Mahomes' name in passing. I like the Chiefs. I just – I still don't think they're the Chiefs. Like, I always tell people that's not mama's cooking. Like, you know, you go somewhere and you eat something, but, yeah, it's good. But that's not mama's cooking. This still is not the Chiefs from two years ago. And now with Travis Kelsey, you know, being on the COVID yeah. list, Bad that's another break weapon. Bad for my fantasy yeah. team, by the uh, way. Un- until I see them line up and consistently be able to run the football, I think the Chiefs are beatable. I really do. I don't. They're so one-dimensional this year, and that mm-hmm. one dimension is really defense. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy because the whole talk at the start of the season was how the defense was costing the Kansas City Chiefs games and Patrick Mahomes can only do so much and he's forcing the football to now defense being the thing that's really carrying them. The only team that KC has really continued to blow out on a regular basis has been the Las Vegas Raiders. We know the struggles that they have had and those division games can be wonky. Also, maybe if a team already blew you out earlier this season, maybe don't stand on their logo for a pregame meeting and do that whole thing, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But for KC, I want to ask you, do you subscribe to the theory that 
all of the receivers are dropping Patrick Mahomes passes or has he been off? I think it's a combination of both. I think anytime you're as talented as Patrick Mahomes and you come into the league and you kind of catch fire and everything's a highlight reel throw and catch, you know, you you think it's easy and you can do it all the time, and it's not. And teams have adjusted. They're getting a lot of two safety high looks. They're making Patrick check the ball now. He kind of gets bored doing that. You know, a lot of times he throws off platform, off balance when he doesn't have to. And, hey, I don't care who you are. Like, when you do that consistently, your accuracy, it drops. So they're, they're evolving. I still am not a guy that believes the Chiefs are back. You look at this, they're 10-4. I four. feel bad saying that. I was like, we, we just showed their schedule with a seven-game win streak right. on the screen. But, but, but you think about it. You know, Stormy, they're 10-4. and four, The Chargers are 8-6. and six. This only exists because Brandon Staley's pride. If he just tucks his pride, mm-hmm. kicks a couple field goals, then guess what? The Chargers are 9-5. and five That's the Baltimore with two Ravens, wins, too. With two wins over the Chiefs, yeah. and the Chiefs are 9-5. and five, yeah. And looking at it being a wild card team. I think the same logic, though, when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens, and they're not one. And I know you guys talked about it on the show yesterday from an analytics perspective, but just, like, not taking points when you can get them. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know how I feel about yeah. analytics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what it, Ron Rivera used to say, and maybe he still does, but um, like that figures lie and liars figure. I right. always thought that was kind of an interesting right. concept when it came to numbers. Right. You got to understand, like, football's different. You have to understand weather, competition, situation. You know, they had a backup quarterback in Baltimore. They took the first drive, drove all the way down on fourth inside the five. You don't take points, and you're playing your backup quarterback. Like, there's no way that you can rationalize and explain that to me because on second down, it was incomplete. Third down, it was incomplete. It wasn't like, you know, you were having success on this drive. Like, you know, that's just the thing that burns me up, and I'm not going to go on my soapbox. <laughs> but then, like, they get in the press conference, and it's like, we the stupid ones. No, you, you. Yeah, we, we love you, John. We love you, John. Um. Tyler Huntley, though, how about him? Great performance. Shocked. I was great performance. I we saw him obviously like in a limited capacity the week prior, but I did not expect him to have the mobility that we saw on display. It was really cool. Um, we'll play more NFL talk when we come back. Sal Palantonio of ESPN is going to join us. He's based in Philly, so we are going to talk all things about this Eagles Washington game, despite how much Sean King does not want to talk about it. Stay tuned. <laughs> The Sports Betting Network. The college bowl season has picked off, and VSIN's got you covered with our all new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help make your best bet. Whether you're betting on every game, you just want to make a few high value props. The VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide can give you that edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash Bowl Guide. Stormy Tony and the Super Bowl champ Sean King with you as we welcome in Sal Palantonio of ESPN, author, reporter. You see him all over the network on SportsCenter, NFL Live, Sunday NFL Countdown. And Sal, before we get to what is a very important game tonight in Philly, I got to ask you, I know you served in the Navy. How you, you still reveling in that Navy win over Army? Man, oh, man, I sure am. You know, they were big underdogs in that game. And Coach Ken did a great job of uh, putting together a game plan. They made some big plays and beat Army, and that's all that matters, right? Even though you're 3-8 mm-hmm. and eight going into the game, you beat Army. It's all about Army-Navy. It was, it was a great day. Yeah, man, great season, a culmination of a season for Coach Ken. I mean, it was a rocky, rocky year at the Naval Academy. It made him fire his old seed and hired him back and – you know, he kind of hung in there. The guys hung in there, like you said. If you beat Army, all is well. Yes. <laughs> what goes on your resume? That's what goes. Hey, Sean, how you doing, my man? I'm good, Sal. Great to hear your voice, man. Yeah, well, we're pretty. Yeah. We... Sean, Sean and I go way back, and we come way forward, man. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'll try to not be an awkward third wheel here. Um, but I do want to talk to you about the football game coming up tonight, Washington football team and the Eagles, um, Philly laying a touchdown at home. The belief, uh, as far as we know as of right now, is that Jalen Hurts had no injury designation. He's expected to return. What's the status that you can give us in terms of his health and that ankle? Yeah, sure. Let's start with uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, He has no injury designation. He has been a full participant in practice. 
uh, since Friday. Friday, Saturday was a walkthrough. Uh, Sunday was a light walkthrough yesterday, too. But, you know, he has not played uh, for 24 days. The team has not played for 16 days. So I am a little bit concerned about how rusty he will be in this football game. It was a high ankle sprain on his left ankle. He wasn't able to run at all uh, prior to the Jets game. That He has been healing. He didn't do anything on Wednesday and Thursday. And then automatic, just sort of miraculously uh, showed up on Friday as a full participant. As Sean will tell you, Stormy, you don't really do much in Friday practices. You do maybe some red zone. You might do some two-minute. But his game is all about running with the football. You know, he's the engine that makes the number one rushing offense in the National Football League go. He's a tremendous runner. And he, you know, you have to account for him. You have to have a hat on defense that's accounting for Jalen Hurts, especially in those RPOs to the right side of the Eagles offensive line have been deadly. They've been unbelievably lethal. And he's, the, you know, he's, he's the guy who makes it all go. As a passer, though, as a passer, he's seventh from the bottom in quarterback rating. And the guys behind him, the six below him, are two guys on the bench and four rookies. So he, he's really been challenged as a passer, and that showed up against the Giants when the Eagles lost at MetLife to the Giants, which was when Jalen Hurts got hurt. He threw two interceptions in the first half in that game. So I'm looking for his first-half performance and what Nick Sirianni is going to dial up for this Eagles offense. Are they going to lean on him as a runner, lean on the Eagles' rushing attack with Miles Sanders and the rest of the crew, or will he have them throwing the ball against the like he did against the Giants? And I think that's a recipe for a problem for this Eagles' offense. You know, Sal, very interesting that we got into that because last year it was all about Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. You know, they decided to go with Jalen. Carson is now in Indy, but he's not the only youth that they have on offense. Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Dallas Goddard. They have some really young skill position guys. Add in that Nick is probably, the, if not the youngest, one of the youngest head coaches in the National Football League. What's your take on where Philly is right now? Do they have the pieces in place and they just need experience, or are they still looking to make upgrades at different places? Well, it all depends on what happens in the next four games. You know, you could argue, Sean, this is a four-game audition for Jalen Hurts. Actually, you could argue that this is a one-game audition for Jalen Hurts. You know, this is an elimination game in South Philadelphia. This is a good old-fashioned rumble in the jungle, and the, you know, <laughs> at the confluence of I-95 and the Schuylkill Expressway. I mean, we're, we're, they are these two teams – If you win, it's well over 60% chance you're going to make the playoffs. If you lose, it's down to 12%. So for all intents and purposes, this is an elimination game. And Jalen Hurts has played well under pressure against New Orleans at home, his last win. He's played poorly under pressure against the Giants at MetLife Stadium. So I'm very interested to see, A, in this game, how Nick Sirianni utilizes those offensive components, what scheme and strategy and play calling he comes up with. If he leans on the RPOs and runs the ball and stays committed to it and, and goes to the strength of Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith and that powerful offensive line, then I think they have a chance to be a dominant team in this game. But if he starts dialing up passing plays like he did in the first half against the Giants, he, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts is throwing it to the other team, that's not good. Well, you look at the line. The line sits uh, Philly is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think a lot of that is the uncertainty about who's actually going to be available for Washington. What have you heard about who's going to play quarterback for Washington and some of the other components that are on this COVID list? Who's going to actually suit up for the opposition today? Well, you know, before I came on, I I checked in with the Washington football team, and here is the absolute latest. 
The 16 players on the positive COVID list, 13 on the active roster, three on the practice squad, took tests last night and this morning at 5 a.m., between 5 and 7 a.m., at the team's practice facility in Ashburn, Virginia. Those tests are couriered to the testing site in New Jersey. While those tests are being um, take, looked at in New Jersey, those players cannot leave Ashburn until they're cleared to play. Two of them, very specifically, very importantly, are Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke, the two quarterbacks. They're waiting in Ashburn for the go-ahead. Now, one of two things has to happen, Sean. They have to either test negative or they have to reach what they call cycle threshold numbers. That's what Ron Rivera has been referring to when he said the numbers are trending in the right direction for the two quarterbacks. He was asked about that over the weekend, and he said, quote, the numbers are trending in the right direction. He's talking about so-called CT numbers without getting too specific and too technical. It's a cycle threshold number within the test, right? So for both of those quarterbacks trending in the right direction, you would anticipate that either last night's test or this morning's test would have given indication of the right cycle threshold numbers or a negative test that would allow them to play. Once that comes down, Sean, from the testing site in Jersey, they get the word in Ashburn, Virginia, then they get on a plane to Dulles and they fly to Philly for the football game. So we probably are going to wind up knowing I'm going to guess somewhere around 12 or 1 o'clock whether those, one of those two quarterbacks is going to be available to play. That's why the line, you know, the line went down to about 5.5 earlier. Of course, it went all the way up to 12 on Friday. Yeah. That was just, uh, I'm, 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 you know, I, I, I read your stuff on, on decent all the time. In fact, I'm, I'm opened up to the New York Post's sports page on page 36 and 37 right now. I get my New York Post every morning, and I go to the BetMGM decent sites, and I read the two columns, Adam Brooks and Greg Peterson's columns. Right now I'm reading them. And, uh, nice. You know, I swear by them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, Sean. You know the numbers. Come on, that's Come that's on. Right. That's what's up. Right? <laughs> Come on, it's me, Sean. Well, these are crazy times, Sal. We, we got to hit a break. I got a vowel on the end of my name. What do you expect? I, I know. That's right, man. Hey, man, stay safe out there. I, I know you're doing your best to get the information. So I guess about noon, 1 p.m. Eastern, yep. we should know. So thanks again for coming I would on. Think we would know by then. I think we would know by then, Sean. Yeah, the tests are in either in route to Jersey right now or being looked at right now. And we should know by noon or 1 o'clock. Really, uh, really great. Where they specifically. Really great insight, Sal. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. Have a great holiday. Okay, bye-bye. That's Sal Palantonio of ESPN. Great stuff. And it does look like if one of those quarterbacks cannot go, Garrett Gilbert is expected to be the guy. Stay with us on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. In addition to that, Bet Rivers has also added more and more same game parlay props for college football matchups. Just in time for the biggest games of the season. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey is Play Sugar House. Voidware prohibited. Stormy Tony and Sean King in for Mitch and Polly today as we welcome you back to Circus Sportsbook in our recent studio in Las Vegas. This is Follow the Money, and we just wrapped up a really great conversation with ESPN Sal Palantonio, who's down there in Philly, um, getting us set for the Philadelphia-Washington football team game. We obviously know there are a lot of COVID concerns with regards to Washington, but I was really intrigued um, with the insight that he gave us to that testing process and the number of players that were having to go through that extra cycle um, in order to see if they would be able to play tonight or not. And so the group of guys, and it's 16 total, 13 on the active roster for Washington. So Sal said that they are still in Ashburn, Virginia, where Mm -hmm. the facility is. And they all took a test last night. They all took a second test at 5 a.m. this morning. And they can't leave Ashburn and fly to Philadelphia until one or two things happens. Either they come back negative on the test or they have such a reduced cycle threshold number that they're cleared to play. Mm -hmm. And based on what Ron Rivera said, it seems as if both Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke are trending in the right direction. So Sal mentioned that we should probably know by 1 p.m. Eastern you know, which mm-hmm. will give the betters an opportunity to make an informed decision, you know. But aside from the COVID information, what I found fascinating is it seems like the seat is hot for Jalen Hurts yeah. in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, Sal went as far as to say the last part of the season is an audition, and it could be a one-game audition based on how Jalen performs. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be interested to watch it. You know, I definitely think patience is something that doesn't exist in a lot of instances when it comes to these young quarterbacks and I think patience is something that you need it's hard in that league to go out and not get a chance to develop Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson has stunk it up and nobody cares because nobody had expectations for the Jets but Sal said if they win tonight 60% chance Mm -hmm. that they're now in the playoffs that's a lot of pressure for a guy in his first year as a full-time starter second year in the league, but I guess we can get to that level. Fair is not in the equation. It says, can you get it done or can't you? Yeah, and he played for Nick Saban at Alabama. You Please know what I mean? He knows, he knows the pressure. Um, but I'm sad that, you know, obviously we have time constraints with these segments. I really wanted to ask Sal about the Garner Minshew mm-hmm. side of this and the fact that, you know, regardless with um, him, with uh, Jalen Hurts, rather, coming off of the injury, they were going to play him instead of go with Gardner Minshew, who had a – what 20 for 25 242 yards and two touchdowns in that game against the Jets it was the highest output for an Eagles passer all season aside from Jalen Hurts first game this year and his passer rating was better than Jalen's had all year um I was surprised that maybe if there were concerns about Jalen not being 100 100 if he wasn't full go why not just keep rolling with the guy that was doing well And, and I'm all for Jalen getting a long leash but Gardner Minshew's a guy 
39 touchdowns, 11 interceptions in three years. That's pretty good mm -hmm. compared to some of the other quarterbacks in this league. As you mentioned, he filled in, and the offense looked more complete. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I don't want to discredit the fact right. that Jalen's a talented young player that deserves an opportunity. Philly's actually in a good spot. They have two young quarterbacks that I think both have talent, and hopefully we'll see how it plays out. It works out for both guys in the end. Yep, Eagles favored by six and a half touchdown, depending on where you get that number total around 42 and a half. And this is a pivotal game in the NFC East. Like Sal told us, you know, depending on playoff future, battling for a wild card spot, a lot of things in the air um, coming into today. But like we said earlier, we're just sticking to totals for tonight. We are. And I, I'm afraid <laughs> to take the under until I know who's playing. And, and it's so what would how would that shift your thinking? Is it dependent on which if Garrett, quarterback if Garrett plays Gilbert for Washington? is the quarterback for Washington, I'm 100% taking under. <laughs> if it's Taylor, I, there's still some uneasiness because I still... What if it's the middle of the, the row there? What if it's Kyle Allen? I'd have to go and pull up some Kyle Allen games. I, I have to go look at a couple of his recent games. I, I did not do that because I just presume that... When they moved the games from Sunday to Tuesday, mm -hmm. it was so all the guys would be available to play. So, so the well, so that's a whole other conversation of like, especially with the Browns yesterday. Like, why are we postponing games if nobody's still right. going to be available? But as we look at that list with the COVID list, the reason that I said Kyle Allen is because he was added to the list two, two days, days prior before, right. Heineke. So my thought is, if they're doing that cycle tracing, um, or is that what it was called, cycle tracing? Um, basically yes. what you're doing is seeing how much of the trace amounts of COVID are still in your system to mm -hmm. test positive or test negative. Um, that's why Ron Rivera was saying the numbers are trending in the right direction. Um, so if Kyle Allen tested positive earlier, maybe his trace amounts are lower faster. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Can I'm we a, make that a yeah, segment? I'm, I'm a, not a doctor. I'm going to err on the side of caution, and I'm just going to wait. Both games start at 4, so we should be getting a lot of information that's on both weird, games. right? Right. And they're both on Fox, so... I'm assuming, depending on where you're at in America, you get a different game. I hope y'all have Sunday tickets. Right. I hope that's that's all I can say. But hey, while we're previewing the Tuesday games, might as well talk about the other game here on the doubleheader once again. Since we got some new folks joining us, a uh, battle in the NFC West between the Seahawks and Rams at SoFi Stadium tonight. Uh, Rams favored by seven, total 46 and a half. Even despite them being the team that has the more hefty COVID-19 issues, we I. I don't know what the world right now. Yeah, my, and my best play, you know, after the Rams beat the Cardinals for this week was going to be Seahawks' money line. I just think Russell Wilson's completely healthy now. That offense had regained its explosiveness. And what happens, Tyler Lockett's on the COVID list, Alex Collins, the starting running backs on the COVID list. So I'm going to wait the game time. Mm -hmm. And if Lockett's available, I am going to play Seattle, but I'm going to take the points. I'm not going to play him on the money line. And still TBD on Tyler Lockett as of right now. Um, same for, we know we know a couple names that we are getting back into the fold for sure. Jalen Ramsey is going to play. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to play for the Rams. Um, for Seattle, it, the names in question are Tyler Lockett, Alex Collins. Um, cornerback DJ Reed just got added to the list yesterday. So that's trending toward not being able to play more. So um, deadline for names today. Ultimately, to play in the games is 1 o'clock Eastern. Sal told us um, that we should be getting those results Roughly between noon and one, we'll see. Um, both of these teams, though, recently had three-game skids and have bounced back with back-to-back -back wins coming into this game. Um, Seattle beat the 49ers and Texans and Rams down the Jags and Cardinals. So, you know, kind of interesting dynamic. I would say similar, like one good team, one bad team um, with regards to that. But the one thing I pointed out to you earlier that stood out to me um, was Seattle's defense beat the Texans. The Seattle beat the Texans last week, right? But they still allowed Davis Mills to throw over 300 yards, which to me opens the door for Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, OBJ back in the fold to have a good day. And I was disappointed that they took the player props off the I board. I know. For the they game only have tonight. touchdown props available. Right. Only it's touchdown smart. props. But I like one. Odell Beckham Jr. has caught a touchdown in all of the last three mm -hmm. games. With the Rams. He actually has 13 catches. He's starting to figure out how he fits in this offense. Cooper mm -hmm. Cup demands so much attention that, and it's crazy to say this, Odell gets single coverage. Mm -hmm. So I definitely like Odell Beckham to score anytime touchdown tonight in the Rams game. OBJ scored the first touchdown in their game last week, cashed for your girl at 7-1, to one, so I was not oh, mad stop, at it. it. I was stop, not mad it, at it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but Cooper
Cooper Cup is another one of those guys. I know you said that he'll be getting most of the attention, um, but he's still had touchdowns the last two games. Um, I think for first touchdown score, he's plus 540. I love, I always pick, and this is just me, I always pick a first touchdown scorer on each team. Nice. Like I, That's just like my thing I like to do for any of these, not the full slate of Sunday games, but when we have these kind of one-offs, I love first touchdown score. What's your favorite prop to bet? Do you have one that you just kind of like sprinkling in every now and then? Uh, I don't bet props as much. I probably have to get a little deeper into that part of it because you understand I'm, I'm not only playing football. Puck Stradamus is locked in. I know. In you're busy. To my hockey you're games busy. as well. But you have I a couple do, days off from Puck Stradamus right, life. Right, right. So. Smart by the NHL, too. Just let's take a break and get everybody back healthy. But I, I do like the Odell anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I sprinkle a little bit on first touchdown of the game. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got to see who's playing with right. Seattle. Rashad Penny, by the way, he had a really good day, and I have to bring this up. Five yards of carry. Yes. So this, it's all about health for him. I'm sad. I could talk about this kid all day. We only have yeah. a minute left before we have to go to break, but I am a big Rashad Penny fan. Loved him when he was at San Diego State with the Aztecs. Um, he just can't stay healthy, and it's the most frustrating thing because you see all this talent. You saw what he's capable of. Like you said, five yards per carry, two touchdowns, over 130 yards last week, but – He's made of glass. Uh, They're all made of glass. Running back's hard, though. So much ground and pound uh, from that position. Mr. Penny, tighten up. (laughs) A penny for your thoughts, Rashad. But anyways, he's 12-1. First first touchdown score. Still plus money, plus 245 uh, for an anytime touchdown for Rashad Penny. See if he can do it again. Um, Stay with us here on Follow the Money. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, Covers.com. He's going to join us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 